Welcome to the Night Owl. It's Friday, guys. The fall is fast approaching. So there's a bit of a change in the air, as well as a little chill. Content may contain adult language and scenarios that may not be suitable for all audience members, so listener's discretion is advised. If you want to help out the podcast, come support the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Podcast, where your support goes a long way and there's some cool perks in return. Subscribe, comment, review, and rate. That also helps too. We've all been to places that really leave its mark on us. Good or bad, they've been unforgettable. Tonight's story is no different. Lock your doors, check your windows, and get comfortable. You won't be sleeping tonight. I give you carry on. There is nothing like being away from your own bed for days, even weeks on end. You start to appreciate the little things. Even that word home has a different meaning. Home is your resting place where you can leave everything from the outside where it is and just come to a space that's your own. Recently, work has had me traveling often to different towns, cities, and even countries. I will say it's pretty cool learning the history of some towns and how they came to be. Everywhere you go, there's someone or something with a story. Hell, I'm full of my own. But I always feel like I leave with a little piece of every place that I visit. My last trip, though. Growing up on the East Coast, I hadn't spent too much time in Philadelphia. I didn't know too much beyond what I was taught in history class, Rocky, and their cheese sticks. Honestly, the latter was my main focus. It's interesting because despite the city being as busy and lively as it is, there were still pockets of the city that seemed to be untouched by any changes the rest of the city took on. I got put up in an Airbnb close enough to my work for the week, and honestly, that was great. From the outside, it was very unassuming. It could easily be mistaken for quaint and small. It was off a beaten path, cobblestone streets, mom and pop shops that seemed like they've been there forever and my place was snuggled in between two of them i really didn't know what to expect and then i walked in a couple of my work partners had already arrived and were sitting on the couch when i opened the door the lighting was low but just enough to take in the space it was a mood for sure (laughs) sophisticated is truly an understatement the place had a personality I don't know about you, but for me, whenever I walk into a place, I can feel if it's newer or if it had some history to it. This place was definitely old school and made it known. The living room was spacious, but cozy. High ceilings, patterned furniture, wooden floors that reverberated every footstep, 
And as modern as a flat screen TV was, this place held firm to its history. My work buddy, he arrived at the same time as me. So we all greeted each other since it was the first time most of us had met one another. After we exchanged intros, they took us on a tour. As you walk down the corridor, you walk past mirrors on opposite walls and the stairs that led up to the bedrooms. But first we headed to the kitchen. <laughs> we were starving. It was the size of two Manhattan apartments easily. Black and white floors, marble countertops, all white cabinets, high windows, and a door that led to the backyard. Hey, you guys can go check out the bedrooms you want since you're here first. The house echoed a lot. The staircase spiraled and had two levels from the main floor. There were some small framed pictures on nightstands at each stair platform. I couldn't tell if they were stock photos or pictures of the original owners. We made our way to the bedrooms and we noticed the two guys snagged the largest two already. And honestly, I don't blame them. The suckers were huge. The furniture was classic still. Wooden wardrobes and wooden dressers and more classic pictures on the walls. Even king-sized beds didn't take up a fraction of these rooms. There would be a total of six of us staying, but there were only three rooms left vacant. My buddy and I, we got the two other larger rooms, and there was one room left. Wait, how many of us is it? I asked. Six. The other two guys don't get here until tomorrow, but there's only five bedrooms. Yeah, unless there's one we haven't found yet. I dropped my stuff, and we went on the hunt. <laughs> this place had some very long, narrow hallways. Dark hallways, too. When you turn the lights out, it's like the darkness ate this house completely. We double-checked each of our rooms since they were, in fact, large enough to fit multiple people, but it couldn't be right. Is there a downstairs? Nah, just the living room. So, the couch may have a futon. We headed back down to the living room to check, and the couch was just the couch. We stood there for a minute, you know, trying to be as diplomatic as possible about the situation. And while we were standing there, my buddy leaned up against the wall that gave way. Wait, what the fuck? We were all surprised. Now, I know Pennsylvania was one of the 13 colonies, which possibly meant there being a potential for slaves or house servants during the war. But before I could say anything, what in the freaky shit we have here? My buddy beat me to the punch and we all laughed because we were all thinking the same thing. We all looked at one another and proceeded downstairs to the basement. While it was remodeled, something about it still felt misplaced or something was being hidden. This is definitely where they kept the slaves or they had crazy king parties. There was a little couch that was a makeshift pullout, but we all unanimously decided this wouldn't function as a bed for any of us. So we turned out the lights and headed back upstairs. I was the last one up, so I was the last one to turn out the lights. But there were so many of us that I got confused and I thought that there was somebody behind me. It felt like it at one point, but I was wrong. We all agreed that when our roommates arrived, we wouldn't tell them much about the Narnia door. We let them discover it for themselves. So, we met up with the rest of the work crew that was staying at another house and carried on the night. A couple of hours later, we got home, and the house was quiet. The kitchen light was on with the back door slightly open. Oh shit, we forgot to close this. I didn't remember anyone going out that door, and neither did anyone else. The day had been pretty long, so... We all couldn't wait to fall asleep.
The next day, we all headed out and made sure that all the doors were closed, locked, and blinds drawn. The next few days would be a bit of a marathon, so our eagerness to get home after each workday was a collective feeling. One of the other two staying with us met us at work, and we headed home after. The way the estate is set up, there are two doors to get through, and then there's the living room. Hey guys, uh, let's just double check, triple check, we're closing the doors when we leave, my coworker said. Yeah, we double checked. I said. The door was open, but we heard a door close upstairs. Oh, someone's home. Never mind, my coworker said. We all went to our rooms, dropped our things, showered the day away, and met up to hang out in one of the big bedrooms. My buddies had taken pictures throughout the house when they first arrived during what we like to call the golden hour, and these pictures were pretty sick. The picture almost looked aged. It was like a real moment in time. I remember one of the rooms had a picture in it with a bunch of people standing in white and not smiling. It looked like a larger version of the small one on the nightstand. As we were looking through the pictures on my buddy's phone, I jokingly said, Hey, what's that shadow behind you? And he sarcastically responded, That's called lighting. The five of us were hanging out, and that's when we heard the doorbell. We went downstairs, and it was our sixth co-worker. More luggage? Huh? We heard you upstairs when we got in. No, I just got here. My stuff got lost, so I got delayed. We all knew what we heard. We grabbed dinner together and just made it a point for our co-workers to discover the Narnia door that led to the basement. One of the guys felt weird about it. When was this house built? Uh, probably the 1800s, why? Interesting place. Yep, freaky shit. <laughs> My work buddy was still at it. We had an early morning the next day, so we got right to bed after dinner. I realized some of them walked pretty hard and constantly throughout the night. It cut me up for a while, but fortunately, fatigue took over. But apparently, I wasn't the only one that couldn't sleep. The next morning, we all met downstairs before heading out. Doors locked? Yep. Windows? Check. Alright, let's do it. We walked together, and I guess if anyone saw us, we just looked like a pack of zombies walking down the street. Couldn't sleep, I said. Nah, not at all. Seems like the whole house was up. Nah, I crashed immediately. Me too. Yeah, that's bullshit. You guys are running around back and forth all night. My one buddy could be a practical joker, so I assumed he was just up to his BS. Dude, I literally crashed as soon as my face hit the bed, he said. So who was in the marching band upstairs? Not me. Me either. Was I the only one that heard it? I don't know. My room was too hot, and I just couldn't get comfortable. I just left it alone. Work that day was long, and I couldn't wait to get home. We were all at different locations, and we all ended at different times. And some of them, they planned to hang out after. Me, not so much. After my shift was done, I headed straight home. I knew the house would be empty, and while it's usually quiet anyways, a little extra peace would be nice. But I spoke too soon, I guess, because the door was already unlocked. I walked in, and the lights were on. 
I didn't seem to be too far behind someone else walking up the stairs. And neither of us obviously had energy for small talk. They headed to the third floor and I walked down the hall to my room. I showered and got right to bed. I decided to read a little bit just to take the edge off. I dozed off at one point and was awoken by my doorknob turning. I figured it was someone messing with me, so I opened the door but to a dark hallway, and my buddy's door quickly closed down the hall. I looked at the time, and a couple hours had passed, so they probably stumbled home a little drunk and then thought my room was theirs. The next morning, we had the day before we had to head back. So, which one of you tried to sneak into my room last night? They were all puzzled. We all stayed at the other house after the event. So, who was here? All you, men. No, someone was home before I got here. I saw them walking up the stairs as soon as I got home. So, who was it? Well, I didn't see them, but as I was coming up, they were already on the third level. Nah, man, that's weird. You were home there by yourself. I know I wasn't losing my mind, and I knew I couldn't be that tired, but I left it alone. We decided to all get pictures before we left this place. It was pretty dope, so had to take some memories with us, right? My buddy volunteered to use his phone since he had some cool app, and the sun was perfect. We all picked different spots of the house to take the pictures in. The living room we took a group shot, our bedrooms, and our front of the house. I got a chance to see a couple of them before we all departed, and they looked pretty cool. <laughs> I'll send these to you, all right? My coworker said. Dope, man, thanks. Oh, and by the way, I believe you. The other night, I couldn't sleep. One, because it was hot in my room. But I also felt like someone was standing in the corner watching me sleep. I left my door cracked a little bit just to let some air circulate. And at one point, I saw you get up and go use the bathroom. I hand it to you. I can't navigate in the dark like that. I, I cut him off. Nah, man, I never got up to use the bathroom at all. You came out and you had walked right to your bedroom. I never used the bathroom at night. It's all good. But man, listen, let's keep in touch, yeah? I'll send you these pictures too, alright? Definitely, man. Thank you. So, we all departed and I headed to the airport. While we were waiting for the plane to take off, there was a family with a will and baby that I'd be sitting next to. I'm usually great with kids, but this baby wasn't a fan of me one bit. Hey, he's just cranky. <laughs> no worries. I slept it off. I had finally arrived home, and man, was I excited to be back in my bed. I got a few texts of the pictures from my buddy, and unfortunately, they were all really dark on my face, and there was a big shadow that favored one side. I sent him screenshots back, and he responded, you see it? Look closer. In every picture, there was a face or someone much taller standing over me. Then I remembered the picture on the wall. The face looked familiar. He looked familiar. When I finally got home, my friend, she wasted no time to come hang. We hung out in my backyard, as usual, and decided to take some pictures. She was looking through the pictures as I told her about my trip and clearly was not paying attention to me at all. Hey, what's wrong? 
We got to take these pictures again. All of them have something over your face or a big shadow next to you. And that's when I realized whoever it was followed me home. So there you have it. Tune in next week for another story to keep you up at night. If you want to stay up to date with the Bird Brain Podcast, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and even the Podcast Junkie community on Discord. If you have a story of your own you'd like to submit, email at thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com with the subject headline Night Owl. You can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Red Circle. There you have it. Sleep tight.